Welcome to the Leader Think Podcast, where we discuss personal growth and concepts for improving organizational culture. This is your host, Philip Grison. As you increase your wisdom, I hope you enlighten others on your path towards greatness. If you want to go further, head over to leaderthink.com. Hey, everybody. Previously, I discussed the cognitive behavior model as a way to learn the thoughts and emotions that drive the behaviors of employees that we see in the workplace. But the model is so much more than that. It's a powerful tool, not just for understanding the behaviors of others, but also something that you can apply to your own life. You can use the model to achieve any result you're after. You can use the model to better understand why a circumstance influences the behaviors you act out and the results that you receive. When using this tool for self-improvement, the most important concept of the iceberg model is developing greater awareness of the fact that your thoughts are in your control. If you purposely choose your own thoughts, then you create your reality. So in this episode, I talk about applying the model to your own life. As a refresher, the model is circumstance, thought, emotion, behavior, result. When people embrace this concept, they learn to use it to get the results they want to achieve. Whatever the result is, thought is the one part of the model that is truly in your control. The emotions we feel are just byproducts of thoughts, which influence the actions we take and the results we get. So the focus for achieving a result should be heavily weighted on thought, not circumstance or your current life situation. Over-focusing on action can be exhausting. Waiting to be happy or satisfied when the result or goal is achieved is also not where the majority of our attention should be. The focus should be on our thoughts. Whenever you want to achieve a result, ask yourself this question, what thoughts would I be thinking if I had already achieved that goal? Write those thoughts down and then purposely think them. So let's say you're a field-level safety person and you want to be a corporate safety director. If you were already in that position, what thoughts would you be thinking? Would you be developing new programs to help support the vision for the organization's safety culture? If the answer is yes, then think those thoughts. Think about the details of those programs, what the depth of them would be, how you would implement them, how you would educate both upper management and the field level on the purpose of those programs. How would you gain buy-in? And how would they actually work in the real world? Think about the obstacles and resistance you would anticipate with those programs and how you would handle those issues. I'm just using programs as an example. So maybe you would be thinking about something completely different. But you get the point. What would be on your mind if you were the corporate safety director? And then purposely think those thoughts, even if you are not in that role. Don't wait to get into the role 
become that role now by thinking those thoughts now. Let's say you want to become a corporate director of training. What would you be thinking about if you were already in that position? Would you be thinking about what type of training you want each level of the organization to go through? Would you be thinking about content development? Would you plan to teach everything yourself or enlist a team to help you out? If yes to enlisting others, who are they? How would you make sure that they are aligning with the overall vision of the training program? How would you develop your team? Again, that doesn't have to be the thoughts that you think. But whatever the goal is that you want to achieve, what would you be thinking about if you had already achieved that goal? Go there and think those thoughts. So it's easy to say that, but it can actually be difficult to do. Our brain will work against us in the process, and we have to be aware of that. It does take an intentional effort. When you are not already where you want to be, other thoughts will constantly enter your mind concerning things that you do have to think about and deal with concerning the current role you are in. Thoughts of doubt, and this is too hard, will also enter your mind. That's totally normal. But the more you purposely choose new thoughts, the more you develop a habit of thinking those new thoughts, and then they start to pour out of you in the form of actions and behaviors. Maybe you are not the corporate training director today, but you might find yourself in a conversation about the current training program, and next thing you know, you are talking about ideas that would be helpful to the organization, to someone important, and they might actually like your ideas. You could unintentionally be planting seeds that you are a viable candidate for the role if it ever does open up. People will notice that you think and talk about the things people should be thinking and talking about if they were in that role. You are placing yourself in a state of readiness for a goal that hasn't actually been achieved yet. If people notice that in you, are your chances of getting into that role more likely now? A lot of people don't think that way. Many people think, I'll deal with that when I get there. But there is a lot of wisdom in preparing yourself for the next stage of your life or career before you actually get to that stage. It's important to start before you are ready, to start thinking the thoughts before you are in the next position. It's about making yourself the right person for a future goal that is yet to be achieved. The world has a way of placing you in positions that you are ready for. Again, this concept is about placing yourself in a state of readiness for a future result yet to be achieved. A lot of this is based on clearly knowing what it is that you do want to achieve. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Is that a question that you can clearly answer? I have to be super clear about the result I want if I want to be clear about the thoughts I need to think in order to achieve that goal. Some people don't really know what they want. For some, life just happens to them. They react 
or go along with whatever comes their way. But many successful people, they choose what their life becomes. What is it that you really want in this life? Write it down, meditate on it, and prepare yourself for that role before you receive it. When I make myself ready for the next goal, life catches up to me instead of life just happening to me. And then I deal with what life throws my way. Another way to use the model is to learn the ability to choose different thoughts when life circumstances aren't what we want them to be. Like I've explained before, circumstance is the unchangeable in your life. It's just the way things really are right now. Maybe I'm not making the salary I want right now. Or I'm dealing with a controlling boss that micromanages me. Or whatever is going on now that is out of my control in this specific moment. That is circumstance. So let's say my boss micromanages me or won't give me the promotion I want. That's circumstance. If I choose thoughts like, my boss is a dumbass and doesn't realize why I'm such a great employee, will that affect my emotions? Will that affect the quality of my actions? Probably so. Could your boss not value you as much as you think they should because your frustrated thoughts are influencing your emotions and in the process diminishing the actions that your boss sees. Remember, if your boss micromanages you, then they probably don't engage your thoughts often. So what the boss sees is just the behaviors and results that are the tip of the iceberg. That is all that most people ever see. If you are thinking, why should I put in any extra effort? He won't appreciate it anyway. Then one thing you know for sure is that your effort or behavior is not the best it could be. So what if you flip that around? The thought you may choose instead is, I'm going to give this my all even though my boss doesn't appreciate how much I put into this. Or, I'm going to give it my all, even though nobody notices, because I notice. Whether you are appreciated or not, your boss will see a different type of behavior. Maybe they will notice slowly over time. Maybe they actually will notice. But how will you feel about it? At least you will feel a little better because you will notice the change in your behavior. And I guarantee you that some other people will notice that change. Maybe it's not the boss, but some other coworkers, some clients, some associates, somebody will notice. Some people will notice the change in your behavior. It's also important to note that changing thought is not about being happy all the time. It's about going from resistance to acceptance. Acceptance of your current circumstance. There are some things that we just can't change. Not today anyway. 
But when we resist what is unchangeable, it can influence negative thought and definitely can create negative feelings that actually hurt us. Feelings that make us feel worse than we should and demotivate our actions. Pain and suffering are part of life. No one is happy all the time. People we love will pass away, and we won't be happy when that happens. But if thought is a choice, do I choose misery when the unchangeable circumstances of life present themselves? Or do I choose the melancholy acceptance of circumstance as my thoughts instead? The choice is actually mine. One thing is for sure. If you are going to feel something unpleasant, the melancholy acceptance of crappy circumstances feels a heck of a lot better than the misery of resistance to what is unchangeable. I really don't remember where I heard this, but it has always helped me to choose better thoughts. If a thought or behavior divides us, it is not of God. If it unites us, it is of God. I am definitely not perfect at picking the right thoughts all the time, but this concept of division versus unity has served as a great reminder when I'm thinking the wrong thoughts. People do get on my nerves. People frustrate my limbic brain. I've found myself thinking people are a lost cause and they are never going to grow up or get the big picture or whatever the frustration is that comes up. But the reminder about division helps me refocus my thoughts. Sometimes I vent to my loved ones about my frustrations concerning people. But it's temporary because I'm aware that this is not the way that I really should be thinking, I'm able to return to the right thoughts that are focused more on unity than division in a much quicker time frame. Some people think divisive thoughts so often that they become divisive people. But as long as you are aware of these concepts... Even when you do think the wrong thoughts, the thoughts that divide us, you are able to return back to thoughts of unity faster. This is not about being perfect all the time. It's about being able to return to your true loving self in a much shorter time frame. Many times I find myself venting to someone and then a few days later telling that same person, how I realize everything I said a few days earlier was just my limbic brain and not who I really want to be. It helps me better influence the loved ones I was venting to. I'm letting them know that I struggle with life just like they do. But in the process, I see where my thoughts need to be directed. I'm a human learning to better myself just like they are. This also makes them more aware when they are thinking thoughts of division and need to return to thoughts of unity. Not only am I helping myself, 
I'm also helping the people I love. We are all connected in this world. We are all humans on the same little rock in a universe so large, we can't even explain it in words. It's like every person on this planet is actually related to me. We all live in the same house, Earth. So if any thought I am thinking is dividing me from them, then I could definitely choose a better thought. But if my thoughts unite us, then I am thinking the right thoughts. I often hear people talk about all the division in this country, how we need to find more middle ground. Choosing thoughts of unity in our own minds is a giant leap in that direction because it doesn't just influence ourselves, it influences those around us. It spreads and could eventually snowball. The micromanaging boss example that I gave you earlier fits this model. Maybe the boss is micromanaging you because his boss micromanages him. Maybe he is managing in the same way he is managed. Maybe that's all he knows. If you choose a different thought, maybe you eventually influence him to think different thoughts as well. My thoughts don't just affect my life. They influence the lives of those around me. Do you want to be an influencer or a complainer or a resister? Some people write all of this down to gain a deeper awareness of their thoughts and how to change them. If you want to try this, write down the circumstance without any judgmental emotion. Write down the thoughts, however messy they are. Write down the emotions, even if they are nasty and you don't want anyone to ever see them. Let it all out. This is just for you, for gaining awareness of yourself. But then be very honest when you write down the actions and behaviors. Try to write them down as just observing those behaviors without placing any judgment on them. They are what they are. With the same frame of mind, write down the results you are getting. And from there, from that non-judgmental state, you may gain some deeper awareness to why the thoughts you are thinking aren't serving you in the best possible way. Then you can write down some new thoughts that will serve you better. And then it's time to commit to thinking those new thoughts. When you do move to thinking new thoughts, purposeful thoughts, you will have neural pathways in your mind that are old habits. They will want to pull you in the direction of the old thoughts that didn't serve you as well. Trying to change that is very difficult. But thinking a new thought is actually easy. So every time you catch yourself thinking the old thoughts that you no longer want to think, immediately go to the new thought that you do want to think. Say the new thought in your brain. What you're doing is creating a new neural pathway, a new habit. 
Eventually, your brain prunes off old habits that no longer serve you. Old thinking patterns are old habits. And if I create a new thought, eventually my brain will remove the old way of thinking. But the first step is catching myself. Every time I catch myself thinking that old thought that I no longer want to think, I have to purposely think the new thought in its place. As I've mentioned before, you can give yourself reminders in your phone, post-it notes, notes in your calendar. There are many ways to influence your thoughts, but you have to program your brain for this to work. So whatever you want to achieve or whatever circumstance you are dealing with, there is one thing that is really in your control, the thoughts that you think. So whatever you think, focus on making it purposeful. Make it your own. Make it the thoughts of a person who's getting the results that they want in their life. And if those are the thoughts that you choose to think, then think those thoughts. If you learned something valuable today, please share it with others. For more information, head over to leaderthink.com.